0: Well, a nice little bop to get us into this thing.
1: I love the jangly guitars. I knew
0: you would love the jangly guitar. I did. Oh, folks, this is the brand new podcast where uh, you get to listen to two friends try out the greatest things in the world and see if they live up to their hype.
1: And what are we calling it? It's great. Says who?
0: Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Uh, but, we're
1: n- but we're not going to be trashers. We're not. We're not going. Into no. This the goal really of
0: this. No. Exactly. The goal of this is not to just go into anything with a negative mindset. Um, if anything, <laughs> it's a matter of like, hey, uh, why don't you try new things, try different things, and be that movies, albums, uh, drinks, Beach. food, places to go, travel to. Like, I mean, just there's there's countless things that. We're bombarded in our lives all the time with people saying, oh, it's great. And you're like, well, it's it's, the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Says who? Who's the authority on this? So we look up what authority there is and why Mm -hmm. it's great. Mm -hmm. And then we, you know, put it to a test to as as common people. All right. Let's see how this, let's see what this really is.
1: And for our inaugural, you picked a doozy.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. Sure did. So, um uh, I'm sure as you've seen in the title of this, we're we're watching uh, Blade Runner and uh what? I'm gonna get into the the background and all that and here shortly, but I, I realize as a first show that we're doing here, uh introductions are in order. You know? <laughs> we can't just assume uh. these people know who we are. So uh folks, my name is Drew Hunt. Uh I am a filmmaker. Uh, I am a videographer uh, Mm -hmm. and a documentarian, and I've been working in that industry Mm -hmm. anywhere between news and uh, regular filmmaking for 20 years or so now. And uh, in that time, I met one of my best friends here, Chris Hummer, who was a producer at a station we worked for, and I'll let her tell herself about her background.
1: Oh, first of all, that is my real name. <laughs> Sorry. There's it no is. joking around about that. I was born with it. It's on my birth certificate. Um I am a lot older than Drew, but I always say that Drew's an old soul and I'm, you know, infantile. Uh we just bonded from the first second we met, um, snarked at each other, left like crazy, and just Love movies and entertainment and all things entertainment. And Drew and I have worked together. He's the eyes and the the ears, and I'm just the I don't know, am I the glue? Oh, we're in trouble if I'm the glue. <laughs> um, yeah. but I've been a producer for a long time, and um, I know just enough about the entertainment industry to get myself in trouble. Um, my claim to fame <laughs> is I never lose at six degrees of separation. So there you go. You can give me two people, and I'm always going to win. <sighs> We should that's put Saturday that like a, my- it's almost
0: like a, we're gonna start sending that out, folks. You want to yeah. send us suggestions for her six degrees that she can do. You can hit us up at uh, at our email. It's, uh, it's great, says who at gmail dot com, and uh, hit us up on that, and we'll we'll uh, see if she can, we can stump her on the air. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. I promise I won't give her the two names unless until we are recording and it's on air. She has to go from the top of her head. No editing.
1: Yes, no, no. Could be There's a long no... track. Yes, yes, I do. I, all I all I ask for is a piece of paper and uh, a pen. I won't look it up on online. I won't do anything. I just that, that's how many movies I've seen. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's a few except
1: for this one. Except
0: for this one. So we're starting off with Blade Runner, nineteen eighty two. Ridley Scott directed film. I uh, believe it's, it can be safely said that it's universally acclaimed. It did start off a little rocky when it first came out. I think people, for the most part, did enjoy it, but I think critics were kind of like, meh, what is going on with this? Um, it's visually beautiful, but the story's a little lacking. Over the last 40 years, I think it's gained its legs and gained its credibility as this pillar of science fiction. So...
1: Well, to be honest said. with you, yeah, to, <laughs> to prepare for it, um, you know, I've tried to watch this movie a million times. Uh, I won't even say that sci fi is not my thing because I do love a lot of movies that are in that genre. But for this one, I just, I never made it past like 10 minutes. I was just like, oh, God. Ugh. And Drew and I have coined the term hate watch. And yeah, that's what definitely. I thought I was going to do with this. Yeah. I even tried to look up the f- Philip K. Dick story, Do mm-hmm. Androids Dream of Electric, electric Sheet? Just to sheep. kind of, yep. yeah, because I was like, first of all, I'm watching this movie, and Drew is right. It For the time, 1982, it is extraordinarily shot. The set design is great. CGI is a little outdated, but like he said, 40 years, you know, but I can't even look past that. Um, but I still didn't know what to expect. So I didn't read the story, and I just went into it cleared my mind i said get it out you know you don't like that you think you don't like this movie already so whatever and i'll be honest with you i was pleasantly surprised
0: yeah me too uh first getting into the experts thoughts we Mm -hmm. uh for for movies and stuff we're going to look at a few sources there's uh rotten tomatoes of course which would be the modern source to look into uh then roger ebert and see what he thought of it back in back Mm -hmm. in the time when it came out and if at some point, he updated because he did routinely update his reviews as he went along. Um, and then, for fun, because we've actually met the man and he's an actual, absolute joy when we met him, yeah. uh, Leonard Malton, uh, who's probably the most well known living critic now. So, well, fat,
1: Fun fact one year for Christmas, Drew gave me one of his r- review books. And yes, I still have it. Absolutely. And I still refer to it.
0: So, <laughs> looking at the. So, I went on to Rotten Tomatoes. I'm on there right now. And now the only available cut that we could watch without having to pay for it uh, on streaming or anything was the final cut. It was available on Netflix. So that's the cut we watched Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. It is listed with a 93% uh, rating. The the final cut is from critics and a 91% from audiences. Pretty, pretty well revered there yeah yeah um (laughs) oh yeah right so
1: and and then we looked at mr malton and mr ebert mr ebert loved it in 1982 he thought it was the greatest thing ever i don't understand
0: (laughs) you know for a long time i i just hadn't seen this film uh I have lied to many a friend and me told too. them I had. Oh my god, me too. So public just apology so have to talk now. About it. Right. Public <laughs> apology now. I have both liked and disliked this movie publicly to people uh without seeing it because I didn't want to talk about it.
1: Nope. nope. Um
0: and for a while I almost actively avoided it because I was like, I just don't care, I don't care to watch mm-hmm. it, I don't you know, whatever. And then it has just popped up on so many lists and, and review shows and, like, you know, the AFI 100 Best and uh, CNNs, the movies. It's just, it's everywhere, you know? It, it's it's pretty high regarded. So, when well, we finally decided to do this thing. Um, we thought this was a good first one to do since neither one of us have actually seen it. Yep. Plus, we would be able to watch the same cut of it considering there's, like, six of them.
1: Well, and we looked into that, too, because the final cut that we looked at is one hour and 57 minutes long. Correct. So's the original. But yeah. the final cut has different stuff in it. And I almost, oh, God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I almost want to go back and watch. Watch the, the original cut. cut right. Just see, right? Just well, apparently there was a, what they put in.
0: Right. There was a, uh, uh, a narrative VO in it. I think there was a voiceover throughout it. And that's I, a lot well, of people didn't. That. didn't didn't care for that like that's one of the things they held against the original film um was it was it i think that was a. I think it was a i don't know it was a producer's choice i imagine it was harrison ford let
1: me look that up um (laughs) you keep talking it
0: it's yeah i was trying to look up the differences in all of the the versions and whatnot and quite frankly there's just the laundry list of them that my eyes kind of rolled backwards Mm -hmm. and i went numb Like I was like, I can't read all of this. This is ridiculous. Well,
1: I mean, do you think, Drew, that there's any other movie that that's so well revered over the and has stood up to the test of time? Whatever you want to say, right? That has so many different cuts to it.
0: Yeah, that's just it. It's just
1: like crazy, uh,
0: right? It's I mean, you expect. I mean, especially nowadays, but for some time there's the theatrical cut and then a, a director's cut, you know, or an unrated director's cut or something like that, and that's not out of the ordinary to see. But this movie does have like 3 or 4 unique cuts of it and that's just bizarre. That's not something you see from a major motion picture. You know, and I'm not counting George Lucas and his redoing of Star Wars well, then, every freaking 4 only, or 5 years.
1: Yeah, I was thinking the like maybe the Godfather cuz people tried, didn't they edit that in like chronological all three of them like a They did do that one time. Piece, but that's yeah. just one time. Yeah, they did
0: that. Know? And then the Lord of the Rings have an extended version is is what they call it of their movies, yeah. but it's not like there's six different cuts of the Lord of the Rings trilogy.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah this you know, it, it this might be the say. first.
1: It doesn't say. It just said that. It just says that um, Harrison Ford hated the voiceover because it was monotone. Yeah. But. It doesn't say that he did it,
0: so and it may not have been him. Could have been another I mean, character. I don't know what a character would have been, but it could well, have been another
1: character. A, maybe it was a replicant. I don't
0: know. Could have been. So, <laughs> so we are going to dive into here and see if uh, it's great or not. See how we feel about and this who movie. says. We
1: already know who says. Now we, we know, know who says. says.
0: Now we see what we says because that's a good grammar. So <laughs>
1: that's what grammar. we're going to do.
0: That's a good um, grammar.
1: We talk pretty.
0: You want to go first? Uh, sure. my uh, My immediate knee jerk reaction with this movie was it didn't feel I it didn't feel like it was two hours long, and I don't mean it didn't feel like it was three hours long. Like Mm-mm. I thought it paced actually very well. I very much enjoyed the world building that, and Ridley Scott's a pro at this, where. His movies feel like they take place in a world that is lived in. It doesn't feel like a set. It doesn't feel like uh, anything disingenuous about it. It feels like it's a living, breathing thing um, of Los Angeles in 2019. I missed it by that much and the about the reality, but there's way more water there than there is now <laughs> in Los Angeles. Uh, well. Got wrong on, on at least that front, but it is visually stunning and the visual effects hold up fantastically.
1: Yeah, it does. And you know, um, my only complaint about the production design is it was really dark.
0: It is. It is a, it is a visually dark film. Yeah,
1: I really had to like strain to like, because it's about people chasing people and people coming after people and, you know, replicants. And I'm like, and it was meant there's that that one scene where they're in the guy's place, the Sebastian's place. And, yeah. you know, you got the little toys and I'm like, in oh, and there's the one scene with things were so uh, creepy.
0: Oh, it was they, so were, creepy. they really
1: were. And I'm telling you, with all the product placement in this movie, McDonald's <laughs> really missed a Happy Meal. <laughs> <To> like, I,
0: <laughs> I really wanted a Coke by the end of this movie. <laughs> I believe okay, it was within five minutes. I had to see what felt like the exact same shot of that I billboard did. saying "Enjoy a Coca Cola." Coca Cola. I,
1: <laughs> I I I stopped. I stopped uh, making a note of product placement after Coke, Budweiser, and Yukon, and then I was just like, "Done." I'm like, "That three, <laughs> fine. It's just going to keep going," but um. And I won't even say muddy. I will just say dark. No, it, it, just, is, you know, it is dark.
0: It is a very dark movie. Like I said, not in context, but in actual mm-hmm. visualization. Like, it, there could well, be more light in this movie.
1: Well, and then, but where the neon was. And I'm like, okay, Los Angeles, but are we in Tokyo? But are we in... Yeah, in, it was like it took place
0: in, in, a, why, in, a, in like a why? little Chinatown version yeah. or Koreatown.
1: That was built with really tall buildings.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was very odd. I, I, but once again, I felt like it was an obtainable future. You know, it didn't feel like it was super fantastical, short of the replicants and Mm -hmm. the fact that. And and I had to read trivia to get this point, but the fact that they were trying to make the point that like animals were essentially non-existent now,
1: right. Right. Um, that, that's like the very first thing with the owl he says yeah she's like do you like my owl and he's like is it real
0: right was so, like of course it isn't i'm yeah. like and wait then, of course it isn't
1: yeah yeah and then the snake then where, the snake, you, the snake yeah. you know so but they don't really explain why animals are kind no of extinct in this no i'm sure it's, so, i'm
0: sure we did something people are idiots yeah. I'm sure we that's did something other, to it. That's
1: him. in the 37th cut of the movie. It's
0: yeah, exactly. That's when we get into the, the extinction level uh-huh. event that that was mankind versus nature.
1: So I'm gonna. And I, I don't know. Was it supposed to be a dystopian future? Was it? Yes, supposed to I be believe a, it.
0: I believe it is supposed to be dystopian.
1: Does Coke really survive in a dystopian future, though?
0: Oh, sure. It's probably it's probably, really it's fun, probably it? owned by Disney. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know. You know when I think of dystopian future, I think of like you know we're all searching for water and you know eating grubs because everything's gone, right, but no, nope, no, nope, I think the product placement stayed um yep, I will say that, um, I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but I really liked the acting, yeah, I really yeah. liked it Sean Young is a little stiff for me, but she's supposed to be uh, she, she was supposed to be, not? and is when she... she
0: when she wasn't,
1: mm-hmm.
0: she wasn't like she did a good yeah. job of showing a brief glimpse of humanity in this essentially or this robot so i thought wow. it was fantastic i thought she was really great daryl hannah i thought did a really good job as kind of the weird quirky robot it's just mm-hmm. gonna do whatever she want rucker Howard.
1: i'm telling you he actually i i was like okay first of all we all know him from the hitcher yeah and he was well so i'm sorry
0: there's another generation that knows him from buffy the vampire Slayer uh, yeah. the film <laughs> um, remember I, I
1: said i'm older than drew i, I know <laughs>
0: yes. i know and uh, that's where i met Crower for the first <laughs> time um but yes i would say i know him more now from the hitcher or and know who he is
1: so that he was really creepy in that and i there are some things that ha- are we doing spoilers
0: sure i mean okay i mean because- i i mean I, this i mean we're this late into the game as we're <laughs> anyway so spoiler alert only you
1: and me that didn't know anything about this movie exactly i think um, everyone else
0: already knows but yeah no
1: we're you know like at the end after the big chase where he kind of winds down yeah i was on the edge of my seat i'm like no 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 this is that's not how this movie's going to end something's going to happen he's yeah. got something up asleep and it was just kind of and then i i was like And I will tell you, Drew, I'm like, nothing makes sense. This movie, gosh, darn it, (laughs) nothing makes sense. But then I'm like, oh, well, maybe it was four years after his birthday. Right. Maybe it was just his time. Yep. You know? And I was like, okay, maybe it does make sense.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's well, he was a very sympathetic villain.
1: Yeah, he kind of was. I mean, he
0: was doing what any human would do in that Mm -hmm. situation. If you had a clock saying you were going to die in a matter of hours. Mm Mm-hmm. And you think there's a way that that can be prevented? You're going to do anything you can to try and prevent that. And I think he absolutely did that, and, and he exemplified that. Uh, I I didn't realize his character going into this. I didn't realize Roy Batty was a sympathetic villain.
1: Me either, because you've always heard about him being the bad guy. Yeah, Blade Runner, and, and he's you know? always been. Oh, he did some bad things, though. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did.
1: <laughs> and that he's always
0: hurt. he's he's always voted in that like top fifty villains in film history. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I see why now from his, just his passion to just stay alive. That's all he's trying to do.
1: Yeah. And when, when Pris bought it, he cried, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I, I really, I don't think anybody else could have played that part. I really don't. No. I don't see anybody, um, you know, he's so good at, um, conveying, emotion with such little just like eyes and his
0: his entire final speech which isn't much yeah and you see the clip all the time whenever this movie is referenced Mm -hmm. is absolutely phenomenal and apparently he improvised you know his last lines oh really yeah he he i'm gonna pull it up so i don't butcher it because it is <laughs> a beautiful freaking line, but yeah, he apparently Rucker Hauer, because he's amazing or was amazing. He has passed on now. Um, improvised his final line. So his now iconic line. He improvised it because he didn't. He didn't like what was written. He thought it was just. I just had no flavor to it, and he was just like, "Let me just try something." And the line, "All those moments will be lost in time, like tears in rain," he just improvised that.
1: And he was sitting there in the pouring rain. Yeah, and it was just dripping off. And it's heartbreaking. Like it's, it's
0: it's it's you're you're feeling horrible for this villain, who has finally come to peace with there's nothing I can do to stop this. Now I can feel it happening. There's nothing I can do to stop it. Um, and I'm just going to sit here and die and I'm going to make this guy watch me die.
1: Yeah. And you know, I thought that was an interesting choice. There's, you know, that it happens and then it starts to fade away and you think, okay, they're going to go to something else, but they fade back into Harrison Ford sitting there and that spaceship comes up or that car comes up. Cause you know, that's what happens. They have to take everything away when (laughs) you know, and all that stuff. But, um, you know, I I will be honest with you. My favorite part of the whole movie, though, was what's her name, Zora.
0: Oh yeah, Joanna Cassidy.
1: I, okay, first of all, yeah. I she's hot. Yeah, she she's yeah. like older than me, and she, I was like, wow. Yeah, I I had no idea that I didn't she was either.
0: that beautiful. I didn't you know, yeah.
1: And um and again, I you know, I, I, and I'll be honest with you, I I liked I liked that whole um. You know, kind of like her hiding out in the debauchery of the strip place with the snake and uh, mm. then the running through everything. But, you know, I did make a list of movie tropes that, <laughs> that you know, whether they them, leaned
0: into or created. Yes, there are a lot.
1: And you know what? That's a good point, because this movie is 40 years old. We've seen thousands of movies since then. But that was the one thing I, I put. Um, uh, when you chase somebody through a small space, you have to knock everything over. Yes, you just have to knock everything yes. over, and that's exactly I th- I what think I think I
0: audibly, <laughs> yeah. I audibly said at the uh, at the TV as, as the chase began. I was like,
1: "Get the fuck out of the way!" Yes. Yeah, I was you know, so I, mad. I mean, it, that was one of the things that I was I, like, like, this always There's, happens." But I did on my notes here. It says trope, 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 trope. <laughs> of all these things that happen, and you make a good point. Maybe it was the fact that it was, um, you know, it, it was. 1982 maybe it wasn't a trope then but
0: it was kind of becoming a trope thing because let's be honest horror really (laughs) went after that trope (laughs) <laughs> and friday the 13th was the year before like, oh
1: really
0: wow the year it was a year or two, before 1980 or 81 so out. yeah so because
1: this movie is so much more technically advanced than that. oh thing.
0: right well there's so a difference in difference in budgets i mean yeah
1: that's a good point but this <laughs> was his first film and they trust it wasn't it no
0: this was his second film first second film, film was, was alien
1: it. oh well there you go now yeah. that's another one he did he, okay let's just say it he's he's good at atmosphere. Oh god, uh, that's what I was atmosphere. saying. Like <laughs> yeah.
0: world building. Like yeah. the Nostromo in in Alien looks like a beat up wreck of a they ship really that dunk. is lived yeah. in that these people have worked in for j- just decades Years. and this is the way it is.
1: And you know Gladiator all this Yeah, yeah. Really he
0: it. he he builds such an atmosphere that you're just like I can smell like the mildew and stuff. In yeah. this, in the streets Ugh. of that of that place of of Los Angeles, twenty nineteen. There's so did, much rain.
1: You know the biggest question I have. Why do they call it, Blade Runner? What does Blade Runner have to do with? I, don't, I, I mean, it's, I don't it's not know. explained at all. I mean, you've got replicants. No, it's just got their Blade, name. It's just Blade their Runner.
0: name. Maybe it is Blade in the Runner. Philip K. Dick story. <laughs> it might be or in, the in the short story. One of the
1: myriad, you know. But, um,
0: because like the word replicant wasn't in the philip k dick story that yeah. was created by the screenwriter
1: right and you know they you know they say they don't execute them they retire them but i'm yeah. telling you if that's how you retire in that area they really did some damage mm-hmm. there were some holes in some people but what was weird is that there was no there was no mechanics. It wasn't like they blew people up and they shot them to death and then there was the Terminator inside. Right. You know, no, it, it
0: they really made them any... very lifelike.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you were kind of like, where's the. I mean, once Is again, it really a
0: replicant? It's a dark movie, so I'm not sure
1: yeah.
0: if the viscera and stuff was black or was just that deep shade of red that you yep. would see like yep. in a horror film or something. Um, I mean, really, like the only way to tell them was by the reflection that would happen in their eyes,
1: which, which I love was a practical. I yeah, it's a it great a effect, event. and you it really, still you know, holds
0: up. It doesn't look cheesy nope. in any way, shape, or form.
1: Nope, I, I really liked. Um, I, I really liked that, uh, and yeah. I liked how when um, Deckard comes after Pris and she's playing the mannequin, mm-hmm. he doesn't. It, there's no light in the room, so he can't see that. Right. And then she choked him with her thighs.
0: Yeah. Yes, she <laughs> did. Just
1: like, go Daryl
0: um, uh, And that, I'll tell you this. This is what's funny. So my wife, whenever we are coming home from a trip or something, And we're heading home and I'm just like, Oh yeah, we're finally home. She'll say, Home again, home again, jiggity jig. 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 And I'm like, I have no idea what that's from. You
1: don't? It's a nursery rhyme. I
0: never heard it before if I heard it when I was a kid as like a nursery rhyme, it didn't stick. Uh But I've never heard it before before I met her. Um, and she says it all the time and then when these l- fucking little toys say it <laughs> yep. in this movie i about lost my shit i was like
1: knowing good and well that your wife has never seen that never seen this, this not a movie, movie. That she, yeah she, not she, even she,
0: close she would yep. not make it
1: no, 20 minutes okay. it moves minutes, like, too slow no.
0: and boring and she would not have made it t- at all
1: that is another thing i kept going this movie could have been 90 minutes long and there, I don't think there would have been anything um, lost because there's no exposition. It yeah, just happens. It's and there's a lot of,
0: it's 1970s and obviously this is early eighties, but there's just like disco bleed over. Mm-hmm. It's 1970 sci-fi 1970 sci-fi except for star Wars was all slow moving, very deliberate pace Lots of dead dead air in there. A lot of breathing going on. And they definitely could be tighter movies. But,
1: see, but that I was think,
0: the style. That was the right, way I these movies were made.
1: Alien, I think it worked because that was claustrophobic. Correct, I agree. That, however you say that thing. But I mean, and you knew that creature was in there with them. Here it's just like a world and you're just like, okay, he's going up his in his 37-story building and I don't know. And I, I, it just... I really thought and I had I had to force myself because I didn't have my computer out. I just had my notebook because I knew if I got bored, I'd pick up the phone. Right. I'd play some angry birds or whatever, right. you know. No, and I, I I told myself and I kept like almost like, Come on, come on. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I agree. It did not feel like it dragged. No.
0: No. You know? So I that's mean... kinda
1: that's gotta, that's gotta say something about it. yeah
0: it's it 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 kept me interested enough Mm -hmm. and a lot of the times when there was that quietness i was just marveling at the at whatever i was looking at and i was literally on the edge of my
1: seat waiting for i thought there'd be a lot more jump scares yeah and i
0: thought there'd be a lot more action towards the end Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong the chase sequence is very well done and very well paced but i thought there would be more i didn't expect it to be an action movie but i thought there'd be more action towards the end And I thought Deckard versus Batty would have been like a Mm -hmm. slugfest, but it isn't at all. Like, Batty bests him the entire way until he runs out of juice. Yeah. You know? And that's, I think it's fantastic. Like, if he wasn't actively dying, he probably would have killed Deckard. Like, but he just couldn't.
1: Okay, so do we think Rachel's a replicant? (laughs) <laughs> Not your wife right. No, I understand. <laughs>
0: um I yes, I do. She is a replicant. Her eyes glow, glowed. Okay, but then
1: why why is Decker so okay with her being a replicant?
0: The real question is always, is Deckard a replicant?
1: That was my next question. That's the I question. Really, I really was waiting for a bait and switch. But then I didn't think it would happen because after 40 years, I think somebody would have said that. I would have heard that somewhere.
0: Right. No, it's. I think Ridley Scott actually came out in the early 2000s or something and said that he believes Deckard is a replicant. And both Rucker Hauer and Harrison Ford have come out and said... That they're disappointed that he would even say that because neither one of them believe he is, and it changes the mood and tone of the story if he is.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I, I think so, too. Um, and
0: But I, I, I like the ambiguity of it, even though there's a lot of times I hate that in films. Yeah. I like it in this. I think he. This is and this is a thing of all eighties movies. Everyone falls in love in a freaking blink of an eye. Like I know. it makes no sense. Yeah. And quite frankly, I'm sorry. She might be a replicant, but he kind of sexually assaulted her. Um. Yeah. I was
1: I was a little I was a little distressed with, uh,
0: like the way like he the approached misogynate. it. The, just, yeah,
1: you know I and I mean he even did it with Zora, which I, yeah. I know you understand. But, okay, first of all, let's talk about that fake. Voice of his when he was trying. Oh to yeah, when right. he we were I trying was trying. I just to... like, really, <laughs> really, Harrison Ford. I thought the That's same thing. When? I thought oh the same God. thing.
0: I was like, I wait, was like, wasn't seeing that coming. Okay,
1: I did. I put trope ford's silly voice. WTF? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, but I, I was just like, okay. But he did. He went. You know, I mean, she went through every plate, uh, plate, of gra- plate of glass, <laughs> plate <Yes. laughs> of grass. I don't know what I'm talking about, but. You know, and then I loved. I, I, I don't know. I just, I really thought it was a little misogynistic. I, I really did. Yeah, I,
0: mm, yeah. You know, Especially have, have the, the well, when he pins her against the wall and he shoved her. Yeah, I mean, I like, mean boom. Yeah, and, then he's and like, tell it, me you love me. Yeah, tell me you love me, and all this. I was like a little uncomfortable. Like I get that I, she's supposedly a replicant. She's a robot. She shouldn't have any rights or anything like that but you know what when they look that close to real and act that yeah. close to real i'm not okay with They're this supposed
1: to be in love with them you know yeah whatever, but. Uh,
0: yeah and and uh and now don't get me wrong i think one of the troubles and this i could be reading too much into it or whatever but like one of the troubles is that they clearly show that they can love or learn mm-hmm. to love yep. with well, between well with with the way uh roy reacts to priz's death and i think he had genuine affection for her not not necessarily i'm saying he was in love with her by any means but i think he he had feelings for her and was deeply troubled by that when she was dead
1: you know i i I remember the one part where they're talking about rachel um what was the guy's name the terrell yes yeah i i really think that um uh you know he said that they programmed her to you know it, so maybe it was like she was like a prototype or something could have been you know could have been and um you know he had a big old death scene <laughs> I Yeah, was just like, did. the yeah. sound effects were good in that one yeah <laughs> i was just like yeah Ew.
0: it was pretty brutal but yeah, you needed yeah i think you needed to see that from Roy, Roy's point of view. Yep. you needed to see what happens when yeah. Roy comes has to face the fact that he cannot be saved. What will he do?
1: Yeah, and he and I think it was almost to the fact that he didn't want them to do that to anybody, any other replicants. Correct, because they are. no longer he, make know, these like, anymore. Put, yeah, I'm putting, yep. put, you know, and I couldn't figure out Sebastian. I, what happened to Sebastian? He just kind of went away. He
0: just yeah, kind of buggered off. I don't know if Roy ever caught up with him. I don't know if that's a scene in one of the other cuts that we find out whatever happened I to mean, Sebastian. He
1: gave up Terrell and then you
0: know and then like when roy turned around to talk to him, it was like sebastian come here and i don't know if yeah. he was going to genuinely comfort him or yeah. was going to kill him as well but sebastian just buggered off and that yeah. was it
1: i love william sanderson yeah he's so, he's so good up. and he's so I sympathetic just, every every character he plays he's yeah. just say, i'm dare you know as my other brother daryl yeah <laughs> <laughs> Larry, and, yeah just i love that so um I'm trying to think what else. Um, oh, I want one of Zora's hair dryers. Oh. When she came up, that thing, just she's just like doing her hair. That's what I was thinking. Like, what? Okay, they had that in in, in 2019. Is that what it was?
0: That's when the movie takes place. Yeah.
1: But they only had video pay phones. I know, <laughs> I right? Like, yeah, yeah, your car costs 55 cents. I'm like, okay, we got a hair dryer that can do it yourself. <laughs> and then, and I was also trying to think, is there anything else that I saw that was kind of like, No, i think it says a lot though that i really didn't want to see this movie because i didn't think anything of it and i didn't i thought you know i tried i think that the biggest question i have was why did they call him blade runner is pretty evident of how i feel about it because i could have picked apart a lot of stuff right um the nail through the hand was the cheesiest thing i've ever seen you know but um when the fingers broke i was like you know and uh so there i really rode the fence about this um but i don't know um
0: I came away liking this movie far more than I thought I would.
1: Me too. I, I mean, for really.
0: for having fake hated this movie, yes, for so long. Yep. I came away liking it far more than I thought. I don't. I don't know that I put it in my top twenty sci fi no. movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And now that I say that, I don't know if I can name twenty sci fi movies <laughs> that I would consider a great. But, um, but the, for I guess. Hyperbole, I don't think I would put it in that, uh, but it was it was overall. I thought it was a very good movie um I did
1: too i and mean i'd
0: not. I'd say it's borderline great uh yeah. I don't know the other cuts of it. I don't know what the difference would be between this cut and the theatrical cut.
1: Well, that's what I, I was saying. I want to go find that one now. And I realized that um, Blade Runner 2040, whatever it is. Yes. Yeah. I, I thought that was a remake. It's not. No, it's, it's sequel. A sequel. It's a direct I sequel. I want to see it now. Yeah. yeah I, I now. do
0: too, but it's two and a half hours. I'm like, come on, Ridley. You did this one I in know. less than two. What are you doing?
1: Mm-hmm. It,
0: mm-hmm. it again, looks stunning. I believe uh, the great Sir Roger Deakins won a Academy Award for it mm-hmm. for his cinematography. Um,
1: well I will tell you when we first when the credits first came up in in um Blade Runner, you have the scroll, which is the direct of off of Star Wars. Um not exactly like it, but that's what it is. Right. You know? yeah. I mean, did they do it in Terminator Two? I think they did it in Terminator. Everything, too, yeah. Know, everything. everything after Star Wars had a had,
0: you had to read a paragraph or two yeah. to get into the movie.
1: And then I saw the, the credit that all the music was done by Vangelis.
0: Yeah, that was a surprise was, to me too.
1: And I was like, Okay, that's the late evangelist right. a lot of yeah, people like, in this movie i didn't think the music overpowered anything or no i agree kind of was made to um uh take place of something you know I, I just it wasn't like filler i thought it was really organic and good the one thing that bothered me more than anything is like there was one scene with Terrell, and i stopped thinking about it afterwards i think that's how you say his name Terrell.
0: yeah it's um that.
1: he's talking with rick and when you're look, they're in the same room, and Rick's here, and he's got a solid wall behind him, but Terrell's standing there, and there's these like flashing light. Oops, the <laughs> microphone. There's these flashing lights behind him, and I was like, it, it went on for way too long. It was way too distracting. So I was like, I was wondering what the creative choice with that is, though. But then I had to stop. I, I, a couple of times I had to stop that because I'm like, you're gonna miss something if you don't yeah, just just watch true. this movie and and think about it later. So I found that as something that um. I might just watch movies like that from now on, you know? Yeah. Cause for me, Drew, I don't know about you. A movie doesn't have to be great for me to like it. Yeah. I just want to be entertained for a couple hours. And I, I really, you are the only other person I've ever met that had such a met attitude about this movie. I, Cause yeah. I always thought there was something wrong with me. I'm like, I just, I don't know. I can't get into it. Cause I like some sci-fi too. Mm-hmm. Alien is a great movie. Aliens. Well, yeah. um, you know, I, I love, you know, I've even, I even thought that 2001 was great, even though I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, <laughs> and, I still, and I, still fan, yeah, you know? I still enjoy it too. Yeah, I still enjoy that one. For some reason, you know, I thought maybe it was because I'm not the biggest Harrison Ford fan. He looks like he's always sucking on a lemon. He looks like he's so unhappy in everything he does. You know, but i Deckard should have been unhappy. It was kind of creepy. yeah Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. He. But the cast. We need to talk about the cast. Are we running over on time? I, I don't know. It's far? a podcast.
0: We can go as long as we want. These people have stuck around this far. We appreciate you. Okay,
1: ya. so first of all, um Edward James almost i had no idea he was in it.
0: I didn't either. I didn't. So and I, had I no didn't idea even what his
1: purpose was. I
0: know, right? And I don't—I didn't recognize him honestly you know? until probably towards the end of the film, one of his later appearances. Know it? Yeah. <laughs> fucking Edward James almost
1: And the origami—I was like waiting for that to be a big payoff, and I, See, I mean, it obviously, did at the end, but did it see and to me
0: that's that's part of the is he a replicant or not
1: see that's what i either that or i thought what was this what was edward j almost his name in the thing i forget what his name was um it was Gaff. gaff okay so gaff's making these things okay and then when rachel and deckard are leaving he sees the origami on the floor and i thought maybe that is the fact that gaff was there and she's still alive, is that he's going, she must be human. You know, she he would have taken her. He would have done something with her. You know, they're not going to let her go. She is their prototype for whatever. But that's all I got from it.
0: And see, I think a lot of people are saying because he would, you know, Deckard would dream and dream of a unicorn. And, um, and then Gaff had this kind of insight. And that's why he made the unicorn, almost almost as him telling Deckard, look, I know what you are. I know what you both are. I'm giving you a head start. Go ahead and go.
1: So but, if Deckard's but, a replicant, he doesn't know it?
0: Correct. That's the they whole don't. idea. The replicants. Okay. And most of them, I don't think, do know Right. as right. they get going until they're either told or...
1: Well, you she know. thought her memories were her own correct and deckard's the one that told her it was no somebody those are someone else's memories correct you know she's like this is my mother this is a picture of me with my mother and you're like no no it's not yeah so okay and then one of my favorite actors of all time and walsh the man <laughs> is the plays police the same mouse. character yep. he plays the same character of the mush mouth, foul mouth Mayor. You know, crass, crass or may not and be drunk him. yep and i love him Yeah, i just love him i still think of him in the jerk with steve martin yep where he's shooting it you know it's just <laughs> he plays the same character he's always eating something yep you know so but that was i was i was happy to see him in that um really oh and then james hong he played um was he was the eyeball guy Money. was he? yes he was the yes he was the eyeball guy yeah. which he's having a renaissance right now because he was just in um everything, oh, everything. everywhere all at once yeah. and he was so good and i think he just got a star on the hollywood walk of fame yeah and he's you know, been he a character Seinfeld, actor forever. you know yeah so i like that um i will tell you now that we talk about the eyeball guy that was i'm like why is he cold oh he's got oh and the replicants aren't oh okay yeah. and then and then it was like there's a little minority report for me there which is Philip K. Dick? Yeah, that is. He Phil, must yeah, have, he must right. have a thing with eyes. yes, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. We didn't so, even put
0: that together, but you're right. Yeah.
1: Sometimes I, you know, even a blind squirrel finds <laughs> <him>. <laughs> finds um, another every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> Woo-hoo! So I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you did say you're going to have some sound effects, that's right? Thank you very Hit much. that rim shot for that one. Um, I'm trying to see if um. Oh, I did. I put Were um, Sebastian's friends ever turned into a McDonald's Happy Meal play figure? If not, they McDonald's missed a tie-in. That was good.
0: Yeah, dude, um, they, those things were so creepy. I mean, I know they were little people playing them and whatnot, but the organic yet inorganic way that yeah. they walked and the way that – it was just odd. Yeah. And, like, and, you know- there was the one scene where the one is just staring over uh, <laughs> Sebastian's shoulder yep. as baddies in there. Mm. interrogating them and it's just I'm like, is he going to do something? Is he going to jump? It was like watching like Puppet Master or something. It was really weird.
1: Which, if you think about it, that probably wouldn't happen in this day and age. <laughs> they probably would not have... That no. Have been CG
0: Most of this would be or... CG. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the new yeah. ones are going to be that way. I, I imagine. I know a lot of the landscape and stuff was.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought the I know I'm jumping all over the place and I'm sorry, but I thought the whole, there was a whole lot of super wide shots cut to super close up, super yeah. wide shot cut to super close up. And that it kind of annoyed me to begin with, but then after a while I, I kind of got used to it and I was okay with it, but it was a little jarring at first, you know, Yeah, it's, but, def-
0: it's definitely a different style. Yep. yep. But yeah, yep. well, I think we've, unless you got another amazing point, I think we've droned on enough oh, about this movie. The only,
1: other tr- the only other trope I saw was when he's hanging off the ledge and he pulls him up. And I was yeah. like, you do not climb up a ledge like that when you have two broken fingers. I'm sorry. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah. <sighs> but that other than rough. that, no, I got to tell you, it sounds like I didn't like it, but I did. And I I am very, what, when we talked about this and you said, you're not going to like it, you're not going to like what I you know, picked. And I'm like, what? And you're a Blade Runner. I was like, ugh.
0: Yeah, a little bit, but...
1: But you, you know what? I don't know. I don't think that was two wasted hours. No, at all. it helped
0: pull the trigger for me to, to finally sit down and watch it, you know? Are
1: you get, are you going to watch the new one?
0: I will at some point, yeah. I, I'll come around to watching it and seeing what old Ryan Gosling's got, and I'm going to see that Harrison Ford's in it. I haven't looked much further to see if he's Deckard or another Deckard or some sort of flashback or what's going on with it, you know? I,
1: I don't think Sean Young's in it.
0: She's I don't had think a so. a of
1: trouble over the years. Yeah, I'm maybe, not maybe sure Jack where. Got sick of his replicant yeah, and just let her right. die after four years. She
0: died after four years. <laughs> it's only been 40. So, you know, he's had a few since then.
1: Have you decided what our next thing is going to be?
0: Yes, I have. Um, and I guess we can tease it on this. Well, so first not? of
1: all, we need to finish up. You're right. It's great. Says who? Me and mm, you?
0: Says us. Yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it gets the great rating uh yeah. definitely check it out check out blade runner we can um,
1: admit when we're wrong i like that about me oh too.
0: god yeah absolutely there's no f- <laughs> there's no fun in being right all the time then you don't I learn anything so all
1: right i'm ready to take my notes for and it's funny that you said that because my final note is is decker a replicant yep so i, I got think that's the
0: thing it. that's the big debate that goes on is whether or not he's a replicant
1: all right so, so i'm ready for my next assignment
0: well, I believe we're going to move into the world of music for our next one. Um, and since we don't have any sponsors or anything, I might be able to use clips and stuff in it. Uh, since we don't have nobody will be paying for anything here. So, uh, but we the authority we went to on this one was Rolling Stone and their 500 Greatest Albums of All Time, and their number one album. On there was what's going on by Marvin Gaye. And,
1: and we were this surprised.
0: thoroughly it surprised me and intrigued me because I'm aware of the song, what's going on. Um, but I don't know that I've ever listened to the entire album front to back. And uh, I am very excited to do so. And,
1: and how, are we going to go through cut by cut? Are we going to take it as a whole?
0: You mean the uh, the whole album? Yeah, I mean, I, I are mean, we going to
1: discuss it as now, or are we going to talk about each song? Or are we going to...
0: Well, let's see how many songs are on the damn thing.
1: because <laughs> you know, he, it was a very political time. Oh yeah, and, and it's a very and,
0: and it's a politically driven album.
1: Yeah, so I mean, um, you know, and so I, think, I need my research points.
0: Let's see here, what's going on?
1: <laughs> Drew and I were both very surprised. We thought for sure it was going to be a Beatles. I thought a, it would you know, be. I thought Stone. it would either be
0: a Beatles album, Rolling probably Stone. Sergeant Pepper's, or uh, Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. Oh, that's a good
1: one, yeah. But I really thought it was going to be Rolling Stones. Just not. I just thought because I don't know.
0: Right. All right. So track listing of the original album is nine tracks uh wow i've actually heard more songs on here than i thought i
1: had I think, see and that's where drew and i decided why we wanted to do this podcast because you know first of all we were just going to do it just about movies because that's what we like but then we were like there's just so much out there that we can learn but the thing is when you think about movies you may think you've watched something but you've just seen like clips because i i use psycho the movie psycho as a as a because everybody knows the shower scene. Right. But there are other things that happen in that movie that you nobody talks about and it's so exciting to see something or in this case to hear something that you think you know but when you think about it as a whole or the impact it had because I'm I'm going to look at it from why did Rolling Stone choose this when well, they yeah. could have chosen anything, yeah. you know? I'm going to going to really see I think I'm going to like it, my kid won't like it cuz I'll play it in the car and she'll just have to listen to music she can or... get over that shit <laughs> she's gonna kill me for saying that
0: exactly she can get she can get over it as it were anyway but um yeah, yeah i think that is going to uh wrap us up and uh i think that's what we're gonna do we do what's going on uh next week so tune back in and uh see what you think about that we appreciate you staying this far into the podcast i don't know if they're all gonna be this long all the time they might be longer they might be shorter who knows
1: Drew and i Drew and i have a lot to talk about. Thing. Exactly. So, But if you have something to talk about, it's great, says who at gmail.com. Please
0: send us some recommendations. And uh, don't forget to put on there who says it's great. Don't that's forget right. that. We need an authority figure on there that we can be like, ah, this person doesn't know what they're talking about. Because, you, you know, do. we do.
1: You going to play me out with jangly guitars? That's
0: right. Playing you out now. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.